Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. With a new generation of developers working faster, more efficiently, and more imaginatively than ever before, Next Step is the place to learn everything you need to know and to meet the community of customers and partners already investing in the future of modern application development. Hosted by OutSystems, Next Step is designed to solve the pains of the developer. Join and learn how OutSystems can enable you to unleash your inner creativity, delivering modern applications that combine the latest emerging technologies like AI, ML, IoT, PWAs, bots, and more. Covering three time zones, Americas, Asia Pacific, Europe, and the Middle East. Tickets for Next Step are free. Register today at OutSystems.com forward slash P forward slash Next Step dash 101. That's OutSystems.com forward slash P forward slash Next Step dash 101. Talk about today about how to become a self-taught software developer. All right, this is something that I'm pretty familiar with as I was a self-taught software developer myself. So I'm gonna tell you why it's actually better to become self-taught rather than going to college for software development and how you can actually do this. If you guys are just joining me for the first time, I'm John from simpleprogrammer.com. On this channel, I teach you how to become a better software developer, how to improve your career as a software developer and become a better person as a software developer living a more fulfilled and awesome life. If that sounds like something that you want to do, click that subscribe button, join us here. Also, real quick, if you haven't already, take the quiz. There is a quiz that I have for you guys on your software development career. It's up here in the cards. I'll put a link in the description below. And if you haven't already checked out my book, the complete software developer career guide, I would highly, highly recommend if you, especially if you're thinking about becoming a self-taught software developer that you, you check out this book because it's, it's a big book and it's got a lot of information. The audio version is actually a little bit better because I have some extra information in there that uh, is not in the, the print book. So, all right, let's talk about this. Uh, now, first of all, before we get into becoming a self-taught software developer, you have to really ask yourself, why are you doing this? Because it's important to know. It's important to know why you're even becoming a software developer in the first place, all right? So a lot of you, you like programming. For me, it was, I wanted to create my own game. That was really what motivated me. You need to have something that motivates you. And the reason why I'm saying this, okay, is because it's not easy. It's difficult to become a self-taught software developer. It's difficult to become any kind of software developer. It's gonna require a lot of patience. It's gonna require a lot of discipline. And it's going to take some time. So figure out what your motivation is, right? What is the thing that's going to drive you? Now, like I said, it could be just because you want to make a game. It could be because you want to make some money. Okay, a lot of you want to make money. I understand. I, I tell a lot of guys that I'm working with, with coaching with my other company, with Bulldog Mindset, I say, hey, you know what? Why don't you become a software developer? You can make a six-figure income. Anyone can make $100,000 a year. Just become a software developer. And it really is that easy as long as you are willing to do the work. Okay, so now with that said, let's talk about how you can do this the best way. So the first thing about this is that when I started as a self-taught software developer, okay, it was harder for a different reason. So when I started, the difficulty was in finding the information, all right? So I remember when I started off, I downloaded the source code to a MUD, a multi-user dungeon, okay? I downloaded the C slash C++ source code. 
I couldn't really understand C, all right? But by looking through the source code, by making modifications to the code and then running it on the server on that game, I was able to sort of figure out how do things work, right? So for example, I wanted to know, all right, where's the code for doing kicks, right? In the in the game, you could do a kick. You could type the command kick, right? It would, and your character would kick if you're in combat. So I went and I found and I found this table, okay? And it was like this lookup table. And it was like, okay, uh, it looked like some kind of command parser. It would, it would check to see, all right, what is the, the text here? If it says kick, then it would do this thing. And then I figured out, well, what would happen if I added a new command to this, like bash, okay? I think they didn't have bash or, you know, a kick door or whatever. Now, I came up with a new command and I added it to the table and then I made it just like kick and I made it do the same thing as kick just to prove that I could do that thing. So I, I did it step by step incrementally, all right? And that's because there wasn't a lot of resources. There was a couple of books, you know, and I did get some books on C and C++ and I read through those, but there wasn't all the information that was out there now. In one way, it was good. In one way, it was bad, okay? It was good because I didn't get distracted. See, if you're watching this video right now, your problem, I already know what it is, okay? If you made it this far, because you might be too distracted to even make it this far, but if you made it this far, keep paying attention because I'm going to give you some good advice here. But your problem, all right, is that there's too much information out there. There's all these tutorials out there. And you have all these different programming languages and all these ways you can learn. You can go to Udemy, you can go to Pluralsight, you can go to, you know, whatever it is, and you can learn all these things. And so you're reading all these books, you're getting all this information, you're confused, you don't even know where to start, you don't even know where to go, okay? So... That's the uh, the bad side of, of today, whereas yesterday, you know, in yesteryear when I was a youngin software developer, uh, it was easy, right? I mean, in terms of, like, there wasn't a lot of information. You just consumed what you could find, right? The same thing, like, when I was starting bodybuilding back then, there was, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding. That was it. <laughs> that, was, that was the thing you read. You read that thing, and that's how you learn how to do bodybuilding. That's it, right? So, like I said, there's, there's some pros and cons, but one advantage that you have today is all that information that is freely available, you know, some of it paid, it's, it's, sometimes it's worth paying for the paid content, honestly. You have things like software development boot camps, I, I highly recommend boot camps, and you have a lot of just people that are willing to help you that have done it before, okay? So here's what I recommend that you do, okay? You need to sort through all of this, and what you need to do is you need to decide exactly what your learning path is going to be. I actually created a course called 10 Steps Learn Anything Quickly. We'll put a link down below. I'm not really trying to plug the course here, but if you want to check it out, buy it. It's like hundred bucks, whatever. It can help you. But one of the things I talk about in the course is this idea that you need to narrow the scope of what you're trying to learn. And that's one of the keys to learning things quickly. All right. So what you need to do is you need to stop worrying about, do you need to learn Python? Do you need to learn Java or C Sharp or C++ or Unity 3D Engine and all this stuff okay instead just pick one thing all right and you're just going to learn that thing and here's the other thing you're going to try and build something okay it, it is much more effective if you learn x so you can do y if you don't have a y you don't need to learn x so many people are trying to learn all these things right and, and i know a lot of developers that are trying to get started they want to like learn all these different programming languages and technologies but instead let's start with something small remember the thing that drove me to learn programming in the first place, all right, and made me successful at it, was that I was trying to do something. What was I trying to do? I was trying to make my own version of this game called a MUD, and I downloaded the source code, and I needed to learn how to modify the source code in order to uh, create what I wanted to create. So I had a reason for it, and that helped drive me and give me the motivation, and gave me, most importantly, the questions to ask. 
right? So I could explore. You can't solve a problem that you don't know what the problem is, right? So, and that's what a lot of you are doing when you're trying to be a self-taught. What's up, guys? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com, and I want to tell you about my free blogging course that you can sign up for at simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog. Now, this free blogging course is going to tell you how to create a blog to boost your career. It's something that you definitely don't want to miss. Thousands of developers have already gone through the course, the free course that you're going to get by email, and have learned how to create a blog to boost their career, to make more money, and even to grow their own side business. It's something that every single developer should do, especially if you're a web developer, you should have your own blog. I'm going to show you exactly how to do it, how to be successful, how to get traffic, everything that you need to know about creating a blog and even making money from it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog to sign up now. Once again, it's simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog. Software developer is you're going out there and you're solving a problem that doesn't exist yet because you don't know what the problem is. Like, what are you actually trying to accomplish and learn? How do you know when you're done? How do you know when you've learned how to program, right? The answer should be when you can build a certain app, right? So I usually recommend for a lot of developers starting out self-taught, pick some simple app, okay? Let's say you want to do web development. To-do list app, okay? But don't just go look up the source code or look up some tutorial on how to do a to-do list app. Figure it out yourself, Okay, and that's where you use the other resources that you get, some tutorials, maybe some books, things like that, in order to figure out all the pieces that you need in order to develop that app. Okay, it could be a mobile app, a mobile to-do to list app. Maybe you're going to create an Android and iOS application or something like that. Okay, but what you're going to do is you're going to start from that that goal, and you're going to have some other goals later on. Okay, you'll create some more complicated apps, but I like something simple like a to-do list app. I used to use a protein tracker app to count how many grams of protein you ate in a day when I did that for some of my courses. But something simple that has these elements, okay? The first one is that it has some kind of user interface, okay? So then when you think about some kind of user interface, well, what, what, what do you need to learn? Well, okay, now you have to make some decisions, right? It, it's going to clarify things. It's going to narrow down the path. Do you want to make a, a web-based user interface? Do you want to make a user interface that is like a desktop application? Do you want to make one that is for a mobile app, all right? So that's going to determine where you're going to go. Okay, let's say we do a web-based one. Okay, great. Okay, now we know we're going to do a web-based application. Okay, so now what's the best way to develop the web-based application? Okay, you know, there's some options there. Perhaps one of the most popular ones today is React. So we say, okay, well, we're going to develop it in React because we know that in order to create web-based applications, the, the front and the user interface, that React is a framework that we could use to do that. Okay, so great. That's awesome. All right, so now we have something that we know we need to learn in order to do this. Okay, next, uh, what other functionality is it going to have? Okay, it's going to have the ability to modify uh, things to add, let's say let's say to insert data okay so you can create new items on your to-do list so that means that it's going to have to store that data somewhere and you're going to have to have some way of creating things in the user interface okay so you have this this whole idea of creating things and storing them right so now now you have to say okay well how am i going to store it Okay, there's a couple options. You could store it in the browser. Maybe that's a simple way to do it for now. Or you could store it in a database. If you're going to store it in a database, then now you have a new technology you need to learn. Okay, I would probably keep it simple and say, okay, can we store it in the browser? Can we store it in some other way? Is there some way that we can store things with, with React? Let's say we're using that. Okay, but you could choose to use the database and that would give you another thing that you need to learn. Okay, so we're compiling the list, right? We can delete things. Again, that's going to be removing stuff from the database or wherever it's stored. Okay, and 
and, and we have all these little elements, right, that, that we're going to have that make up this application. There's some logic here, right? We think about this. What about the logic of adding things, of accepting commands, of parsing commands or parsing input, like clicks, okay? Clicking a button. How do we respond to button clicks, okay? And so this is giving us an idea of what we need to, what we need to learn. And then from there, we can go backwards and you can say, okay, well, how can I get started? What's the very first thing I could do? Well, how do I create the user interface? Now you say, okay, well, how do I just create a user interface in React? Let me look up some tutorials. Let me see how to do this, okay? And you learn how to do that. Okay? And it might seem backwards because you haven't even learned how to program yet, but you're learning how to create the user interface, all right? Then the, the point where you need to really learn how to program is when you need to create some logic for it. Now, now maybe you say, okay, I just want to make it so that when I click a button, it just creates an item in the to-do list. I don't even say what the item is. I just want to make it so it clicks a button and it just creates a random item, just, just creates a, a blank to-do list item, okay? So now you're going to look and you're going to figure out, okay, how do I make button clicks? How do I respond to button clicks? And how do I have some logic in there, right? And, and you're going to approach it from two ends, okay? One end is just like exploring backwards. The other end will be going from the bottom up. So maybe you're figuring out, okay, what programming language you're using at this point. It's going to probably be some JavaScript and maybe there's some other language that you're using on the back end. Okay, maybe it's Python or something like that. All right, that a framework that's going to work together and you're learning that language. But what I'm trying to do is keep it as narrow as possible and you're not going to understand all of programming and all of the concepts. But what's going to happen is that if you learn this way, you'll eventually build this to-do list app and you're going to do a shitty job of it. Okay, your code's going to suck. You're not really going to understand why it works the way it does or anything like that, but you're going to have something. Okay, and then from there, now you can start and fill in, in the gaps. And you're like, oh, I wonder why it works this way. You start reading some book on that programming language that you learned. Okay, now you come up with a more complex app. Now you add some more features to that app. And as you're adding more features, as you're making it more complex, as you're experimenting and playing around with these things, you're learning these things and you're you're building a functional a functional ability, not just not just knowledge, right? Functional knowledge that you can actually apply. And, and use to to build apps. So that's the best way to be a self-taught developer, okay, is, is to do it like that instead of the way that most people are approaching it, which is to just like try and find all this material, do all these tutorials, learn all these things, and they still can't build a single app. Whereas you might not be as good as some other developers who are, who are starting out and, and understand so much of the intricacies of the language, but you'll have an, an, an actual working to-do list app, okay, very quickly. You could probably do this in, I don't know, two weeks of, of, of time. You could figure it out and, and have like something basic working. And, you know, for some of you that have a little bit of experience, maybe in a few days. Okay. Now that's not going to mean that you know how to program that you're a software developer at this point, but you can iterate from there and you become better and better and better. And guess what? Pretty soon what ends up happening is it's like, well, if you can build an app and you can add all the functionality, then you know what? You're a programmer. You're a developer. Like if you can do those things and and you keep on pushing in that that direction, that's the way to do it. Uh, that that it makes the most sense to me. You know, bar none. In fact, a lot of times I recommend coding boot camps. And if I recommend a coding boot camp, the reason why I do it is because usually what they do is they focus on a very narrow set of, of things to learn and the idea of building something functional an application where they have several projects that you go through and build in a very focused short amount of time okay that's that's the key you really want to get into the immersion of it if you want to become good and stop confusing yourself with all the other stuff and all these things it's a messy process to learn these things it's not going to be perfect you're not going to know if you're doing the right thing it doesn't matter that's how software development is but what ends up mattering is whether you can actually produce a result. 
Okay, if you can create your little to-do list app, and even if it, the code is shitty and it sucks and whatever, you're now like a lot farther than you were before. Okay, and you didn't waste a whole lot of t time learning stuff that you didn't understand or that you didn't actually need to know. So that is pretty much it, guys. I'm trying to think if there is anything else I wanted to talk about in this video. I've already talked about more than than I planned. Like I said, if you haven't already picked up a copy of the Complete Software Developer Career Guide, you know, make sure that you grab a copy of that. I also have the quiz here, and yeah. Good luck with that. Let me know if you have any questions, if, uh, if you've had experience doing this, and I will talk to you next time.